Welcome back, everyone. J-Bone here for Smash This Podcast. Man, it's been a bit. Uh, let's just say that the old J-Bone was uh, under the weather last week. Most of you know what was happening. Um, but uh, thank God everything's good. Uh, still a bit on the mend, but uh, overall, pretty much uh, back to my old self. So, um, yeah, I uh, damn, I I thought what I had was developing like kidney stones or something, and so I ended up in the ER because I was in so much pain and uh, could barely walk. And uh, oh, thank you. Thank you, Anna. Much love. Super sticker with the uh, the smiley face with the shades. It's so me. Thank you. Um, much appreciated. Uh, I sat in the ER for like two hours and ended up uh, finally getting back. Uh, they did some blood tests on me. Found out my kidneys are fine. Chalked it up to what I guess was a muscle strain. You know, without doing, you know, they didn't feel the need to do an x-ray to look for stones or nothing. So, uh, much love, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, uh, they gave me, whew, man, they, uh, let's just say they gave the old J-Bone some uh, really really good meds and I haven't even taken half of them because um, they're the stuff that'll uh, knock me into next week. And I, I don't want that unless I absolutely have to, I'll take it on my worst days to just get me by. And it's uh it's the stuff that makes good old J bone lose about 12 hours of a day. Uh, that good stuff. Yeah. It's uh <laughs> And knock your block off. Um, but yeah, nonetheless, I'm back feeling decent and uh I'm excited. I'm excited. My daughter's coming over tomorrow. I haven't seen her in a bit. She's going through a bit of a change in life right now. And uh the old Papa Bones just trying to be there for her. So we're probably gonna do lunch or something. Uh tremendous news today on the home front here in Casa de Jebon. Uh of Senior Bone, Papa Bone, my Papa Bone, is um, he graduated today from um, occupational therapy. And if you don't know what that is, that's a nurse that comes to your house and gets you uh, mentally and physically back to where you were before just doing the simple things like doing dishes, uh, getting in and out of the shower and stuff like that. Uh, he's been moving around a lot better. So I just wanted to share you that with you guys. A lot of you guys have been asking, you know, through private message or whatever while I'm live, you know, how he's doing, how he's recuperating, and he's he's doing well. He's getting stronger by the day, bit by bit. Papa Bowen's getting there. So um thank you everyone for your thoughts and everything. Um, what else is happening? Let's talk. Um, so, okay. So here's what we're going to do tonight. Besides all that, we are going to Aaron Jack. What is up, dude? I just noticed you're in here. Good to see you, man. 
Aaron Aaron Jack is an old school STP guy that that he doesn't get to see me live a lot, and he'll comment like after you know in the comments afterwards. So great to see you actually got here live. Um, tremendous. So we're gonna talk some dynamite. We're gonna talk some double or nothing, but we're also gonna talk some news. And um so as you as you notice here, if you're watching live on YouTube, if you're listening on audio, you have no clue what I'm pointing to here. We're uh I'm pointing here to my <laughs> my my left, your uh no, actually my right, your left. <laughs> Get my directions right. Um via Yim had a lovely little interview with um Oh, she works with a bunch of different people, but this time she was, I think she was on her, was it her own channel? I think it was her own channel, uh, Denise Alcedo, but she works with, she works with Fightful, she works with uh, um, Wrestling Observer Radio, um, she's, she's, she, she's all over the place, um, she's really coming into her own, my, my first recollection of her is she worked with X-Pac on his podcast a few years ago. That's where I saw her get her, maybe that wasn't her start, but that's where I saw her first. She's really come into her own and um, I just want to say, oh my God, Lakers, what is up, dude? <laughs> Lakers is back. Everyone give Lakers some love too in the chat here. <laughs> oh man. Good to see you, Lakers. It's, he kind of, he kind of, kind of went bye bye for a while. We were we were a little worried about him, and we missed him because he's always very, very supportive and always, you know, using all the caps in the <laughs> in the chats. And uh, we love Lakers. He's great. He's always on eleven. He's never five or six. He's always on eleven. We love you, Lakers. Good to see you here. Um. But anyways, Denise had this uh, great little interview with uh, Mia Yim. And as soon as Mia returned to Impact Wrestling, all this stuff came out through this source, that source, saying that she was only signed to like a six-month contract with Impact Wrestling. Now, whether that's true or not, this came what came out in this interview is actually what sounds much more legit. Um, so, like I said, whether the six-month thing is is legit or not, she could always, like, you know, up it, have it go longer. Maybe that's what she did at the time with, with Scott just coming back in because of her confidence level and she spoke so highly that you hear about different women coming to the knockouts um uh division and saying how much they love the sisterhood of the knockouts division and, and like we as impact fans always say 
um, without a doubt, it is absolutely the best women's roster on the planet right now. Bell's boy, thank you. So <laughs> with the super chat, much love. He says, Jericho is the wizard, LOL. <laughs> and we got a super sticker. Oh, man, Justin with the, oh, excuse me, super sticker. Thank you. It's a high pippo. <laughs> see, I can't see it on my stream yard. So I have to like look over at another tab or another screen to see exactly what it is. It's an excited hippo. It's hilarious. Thank you, everyone. Much love. Much love. Um, great way to start this show. And uh, <laughs> uh, you guys cracked me up. So. So she was talking about how, where was I? Be a yeah. She's talking about how she um she really felt like a joke when she left up north when she got let go with, with her husband on the same day. She felt like a joke. She didn't. I mean, yeah, she got to the biggest company in the world, but it it killed her whole demeanor in the world of professional wrestling. And that's horrible. And that's this. She is certainly not the first one we've heard that about. How many have left that company and have had to build themselves back up out of a, a rut or an emotional wreck or whatever, you know? Um, no, no matter how long you're with the company, is it six months, six years, 16 years, whatever, you know? Some people are just a mess and they got to climb out of that and that's where Mia was but she said in this interview that she wants to like it says right on the cover here she wants to retire with impact wrestling Denise immediately says that's not anytime soon is it and Mia shakes her head no says no that's no time soon so um no matter what you think about the six month thing that came out a few weeks ago she wants to retire with Impact Wrestling. She's staying with Impact Wrestling. And that's just the best news that we could get from uh, an in-ring uh, veteran of this company coming back, a former knockout, former knockouts champion, coming back to this company and saying, I want to retire here. That says a lot, folks. That says a lot. No matter what you think of the, the quality of the company, or I shouldn't say the quality, because the quality is always good. Yeah, there may be some people that you don't like or whatever, but the quality has increased incredibly. The production, everything has gotten so much better. And... um and she, and Mia even said she um she's always been in contact with Gail Kim and I think that helped a lot. Gail Kim has really been a blessing to that knockouts uh, locker room. You know she's really becoming kind of like the glue holding it all together. I think almost like a I shouldn't say a mother figure. She's not that old, but <laughs> you know what I mean. She's you know she's she's the head of the knockouts. She's She's the she's the she's the coach to the knockouts. What 
Scott is to the everyone else. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, Critical Sting here says, uh, plenty of time to run back uh, Mia slash Rosemary now. Now, I, I, they had a, was it a Monsters Ball match? Was it the first Knockouts Monsters Ball match? I, I don't know if that's right or not. C- correct me if I'm wrong. And I've seen parts of it. I don't think I've seen the whole thing. I've seen clips of it. So when she was, when Mia was champ, I wasn't super, you know, tied to the company at the time. Like, like I said before, I've been back and forth, but over the last five years, I've been really glued to this company because it's just been the one consistent thing in wrestling that's blown my mind. Then the AEW is a, has done well in in my eyes as well. It's not perfect by any means, but they've they've grown as a company. Now we we'll get to in a little bit. We'll get to the um review of tonight's stuff and the preview of Sunday's pay-per-view. And I'm I'm a, I'm a little more what's that word? critical. A little more critical. Um, and maybe it was just because I've had so much going on, it was hard for me to really focus in on tonight's stuff. So I was a little more um, just, I don't know. Like, like I'm excited for this weekend, but like tonight's show didn't feel like, it didn't feel like a third anniversary show. It didn't. I don't know what, what <laughs> Critical Sting's buffering, right? He's listening. Um, it just... I don't know, but we'll get to that in a little bit. I got one more other piece of news I do want to talk about. Um, I have been trying to watch a little more, or not watch, but listen in the morning when I've been getting up more, uh, a little earlier lately, not always, but uh, lately, and checking out the... um, busted open radio and it's not all tremendous all the time depending on what they're reviewing because if they're reviewing something that i haven't watched then it's hard for me to really um it's it's hard for me to really just you know to listen to something that i've i got no no weight on you know that I'm not um, tied to, I'm not invested in. There's what I was trying to say. Um, but uh, they do have fun interviews and they do have some fun guests on. So um, I've been trying to, like I said, at least a few, twice to three times a week here and there, I'll sporadically I'll listen to it uh, on one of those free um, three month deals. So I got to keep track of when it's going to come up. I think it's like July or something is when it's up. So I got to make sure I cancel by then. If I'm not going to pay for it. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Um, gotta love the free ones. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so they had a bunch of guests on this morning. Namely, what I'm going to talk about is now they had swerve, and Ricky Starks on, and I listened to a little bit of those, but what I'm going to talk about now is Taya. They were, uh, Tommy was talking to Taya and, um, uh, Bully was on there as well. So 
one of the main things that I was going to talk about is actually a Slammiversary update. Now, I wouldn't consider this a spoiler, but I'm going to let you know right now. I've seen a lot of people online talking about how they wanted Taya or want Taya uh, to be part of this uh, women's um, the knockouts. What is it? Uh, the queen of the ring match. They want her to be a part of that. She's not. And I think that upset some fans because now that she's back with the company and I, I didn't want to assume that she was just staying with the company. I I looked at it like, okay, initially she's going to take the title off of Diana. Whether she sticks around after that, we'll have to wait and see. I I wasn't I wasn't going to assume that she was going to. Certainly, I wanted her to. And and I don't want it always to be about the AAA title, I, the the women's title. I wanted to just have her. I mean, she could certainly defend it there. It'd be a great way to get some eyes on it in the States. Um, <laughs> yeah, Bell's Boy. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, okay. So Bell's Boy heard it this morning too. He says, Dreamer kind of spoiled it. Bully called him a stooge. <laughs> um, and so she says she hopes to become part of Slammiversary. Um I think she is going to absolutely have a match. What it what it's going to be, we're going to have to wait and see. So I don't think she's going to become uh, part of the uh, knockouts. Uh, I keep wanting to say Ultimate X. That's the the, the X division is the guys got that. Um, the uh, Queen of the Ring. And, and it's something that doesn't exactly fly off the tongue because, you know, we're so used to saying king of the ring over the last 20 years, you know, or <laughs> give or take a little. Um, queen, of, oh, queen of the queen of the mountain. My bad. Queen, see, it's just <sighs> king of the mountain, queen of the mountain. Just, just say, just say knockout of the hill. I'm kidding. <laughs> Anna says, my cat princess is here for you. Well, welcome, princess. It's, <laughs> mine are locked out of the bedroom. She <laughs> Oreo spent the whole day with me. And I'm like, all right, hit that pause button. Papa's, Papa's got some podcasting to do. Queen of the mountain. Yes. Thank you. I, I'm, and I'm going to screw it up. Again, I guarantee it because, well, you know me. But, um, all right, queen of the mountain, queen of the mountain, queen of the mountain. I got it. I got it. So, so we don't know yet because it hasn't, you know, revealed itself from the tapings yet. Uh, it may happen this week. It may happen next week. We don't know. Um. But what do you want to see Taya Valkyrie do um, at Slammiversary? Do you want to see her defend her Reina Duranas title? Do you want to see her face? Do you want to see her face someone else, someone say a classic name from 
the knockouts of, dare I say, the knockouts of old, not that any of the former knockouts are old. I don't want to say it like, you know what I mean. <laughs> Jade Bone doesn't want to stick his foot in his mouth. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Pete. Uh, so, yeah, who knows? You know, maybe she'll face someone like Angelina. Um, I almost said it again. Damn it. Not Angelina <laughs> Jolie. No, that's an actress. Angelina Love. <laughs> oh my God. It's just one of those nights, folks. It's so good to be back. <laughs> Angelina Love. Um it uh oh Bell's boy here says uh I nominate Trinity. That'd be interesting. You know, I don't know what kind of I, I'm sure she's still in great shape. I don't want to assume what kind of in-ring shape she's in because I don't think she's been wrestling. Uh, Angelina Love's been wrestling up until very recently. She's been um, wrestling again in NWA, as far as I know. Um, so who knows? Who knows? Um, no, Sky's not wrestling anymore. She's retired. She's strictly on um, commentary. But um, uh, as much as I'd love to see Velvet Sky come back, you know, she was one of my favorite knockouts. Um, Taryn Terrell, great name, Anna. Great name. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Maybe that's what... Um, Oh, okay. Two to love impact. There's some great names coming in here. Great names. Uh, Marty Bell says to love impact. Um, she's she's also um, was it one half of the women's tag champs in NWA with um, what's her name? Allison. I can't. I haven't seen her in a while. <laughs> Last time I saw her was an AAW. Chicago. Um, Taryn Terrell. Yeah, but has Taryn Terrell wrestled or has she just been on um, like a valet? Has she actually been in the ring? I haven't really kept track of anything NWA lately with the exception of I know who's champ and that's always ready. Her partner. Yes, she wrestled. Oh, okay. Interesting. I did see her in a promo and she looks she looks great, you know. <clears throat> Very active on the insta neck. Yes. <laughs> Velvet Sky, yes. Um, that's where um oh, it was a year or so ago. She actually did like an hour-long thing. Uh, where she came out and she said all of her health issues. Um, and, um, you know, went public about all her health issues, how she was really in bad shape. She, we almost lost velvet. So, but anyways, um, so yeah, uh, some great names there. If you're watching this on the replay, let me know uh, who you want 
Taya Valkyrie to face at Slammiversary or what kind of match you want to see her in. So, um, cause I, I'm, I'm trying to remember who's all in the, uh, queen of the queen of the mountain. Aha. I got it right. Queen of the mountain match. <laughs> all great names. I know Mia Yim's in there. In fact, uh, Mia Yim's response to being added to this match. And she was like, she was almost, I don't want to say upset, but for lack of better words, upset about being added. She was like, why me? Because she's considering herself, you know, at the bottom of the pile. I got to work my way. Like, you know, kayfabe, you work your way up, you know, in, in the company. And uh, she she was shocked and she was um, a little taken back, you know. And, you know, why me? Why not give it to someone else? But um, I don't think any of us are going to complain that Mia Yim's in the uh, Queen of the Mountain match. So... All right, so that's pretty much it for news. Um, let's jump into tonight's AEW. And then uh, we'll do a quick preview of this weekend's Double or Nothing. And I'm actually thinking, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm actually thinking about going to see it in the movie theater. Cause it's only 20 some bucks as opposed to um, seeing it for like 50 bucks on pay-per-view. Uh, so, I mean, hell, that's the biggest screen I could think of seeing it on besides my TV in my family room back here. Um, who knows? Who knows what I'll do? I'm going to watch it either way. Um, in the past, I had shown it in the TNI discord um, but, and I, I asked, but there's very little interest. So I'm not going to show it in the TNI discord this weekend. <clears throat> Speaking of TNI, um, I do want to show you guys this, uh, starting today through, uh, midway through what's it, Monday, the 30th, the actual holiday. There's a Memorial Day sale going on at PWTs. Now, granted, I know I'm not plugging my own stuff, but I am a co-host over on that other little podcast called Total, Nonstop, Impact. Uh, 20% off, free USA shipping on orders over 150 bucks. There's some tremendous new shirts on there. And... Um, a lot of designs on there from one of the dead and some other ones on there. Uh, just use code Memorial 22. <clears throat> so head over to the uh, pro wrestling tees.com uh, forward slash total nonstop impact. No spaces in there. That's <laughs> just how I say it. So. So that, that goes on through the weekend. Uh, or, you know, if you want to support uh, STP, that link is also in the description of the video. Um, and I think there's, it's not as good of a sale, but it's like, depending if you don't want to buy a, a t-shirt or if you, if you, if you don't want to buy a t-shirt, you want to buy like a mug or a cup or some stickers or pins or a 
baseball cap, whatever. You know, you know it's in our shop. You've checked it out before. Um, that starts on the 28th and goes through the weekend, and that's 15% off, I believe, goes through the weekend. So there you go. Uh, either one, it's all it's all greatly appreciated, no matter what you support. <laughs> Some love for Mickey James in the chat there. There we go. Um, all right. So let's talk about tonight's AEW quickly. Uh, let's see. This is season four, episode 21. Three years of dynamite. Crazy. And I've reviewed almost every single one. And that's um, you know, and I just I just celebrated something else over on TNI, and that was going through the whole series of the NWA TNA uh throwbacks. And I'm very proud of that. And if you if you haven't watched them, I get it, it's a niche thing. No, not everybody gets into the classics, but um, I'm still, nonetheless, very proud of it. And um, if you are in the mood sometime to go watch the classics on the Impact app or wherever, um, or say you just <clears throat> pick out random ones and you can find the reviews over on TNI. Uh, we had a blast doing it. Absolute blast. Very proud of our crew. Very proud of this accomplishment. In fact, T and I just in the last 24 hours got a follow from uh J E double F J A double R E double T Jeff Jarrett himself. And, and my own personal post uh, celebrating that and commenting on that post um, got a like from Dixie Carter herself. So that made that made my week right there. That was that was pretty special. Um, who knows? Maybe they're uh, they're starting to see who's uh, talking about the classics because maybe they'll be involved. Um, come Slammiversary, we'll see. But anyways, talking about AEW now. <clears throat> Happy three years starts out crazy. Uh, we get a steel cage match. We we don't get a lot of those in AEW. It's kind of nice. It's kind of nice. Uh, it's rare. So we got Wardlow versus Sean Spears. And I believe the stipulation here. Oh, and MJF is the special guest referee. So the stipulation is if Wardlow doesn't beat Sean Spears, he can't face MJF on Sunday. So. Um. This was fun. I mean, th there was the the craziest part of this was Wardlow was handcuffed through it. MJF would not unhandcuff him. So he had to go through this match and get beat down from both these guys. And he couldn't retaliate against MJF because if he got dis if he got uh DQ'd, disqualified in this match. I didn't think there were disqualifications. 
in a cage match. But anyways, if he got disqualified and if he, if he lost the match one way or another, he wouldn't be able to face MJF on Sunday. Um, so the odds are against him. Odds are certainly against him here. Um, but this was fun. Um, MJF ends up getting clocked, full-blown. Um, uh, chair shot to the head. Knocked out, uh, knocked out cold. And then we even got uh, Bryce Rimsburg like jumping all over the place in the ring, which was absolutely hilarious. And <laughs> uh, so Wardlow gets the win. Uh, I, I popped when he actually broke the uh, handcuffs, which made, um, I, I think, you know, if you look carefully, I think MJF dropped a couple little marble rabbit turds out of his shorts in the middle of the ring there. If you, if you look, if you play it back, you'll see it. Well, lost a few raisinettes in the cage match. Uh, <laughs> yes, and I thought that was absolutely hilarious too. <clears throat> MJF in the the tight ref shirt and shorts. That was that was cute. He must be ready for summer or something. Um, but yeah, so Wardlow does get the win here. <clears throat> he will face MJF on Sunday. Can't wait. Uh, Tony Schiavone in the ring with Adam Page and Punk. They're cutting promos on each other back and forth. Page is all fired up. Punk staying very calm and cool. Ends up getting clocked. Um, I, I really would have preferred this to be at the end of the show. Um, I understand you got to like start out hot and but um i just did this just me personally i was like wow they're doing this already and i know tk does that a lot tony will throw a punk on uh towards the start of the show and yeah depending on what the content is it's smart because the crowd is fired up you're going to get the best response and that's fine but I just felt like I wanted to see this. Like I wanted them to like, just touch on it throughout the show a few times, little promo here, little promo there. And then the big face to face at the end of the show. It's it, yeah, it's been done a billion times, but that's what I was expecting. And when it like was like done and done at the start of the show after the cage match, it was like, Oh my God, we had both these big things. And yeah, we got a bunch of matches to go. So my interest in those matches was like, eh, I, I already saw what I wanted to see. So, you know, um, but nonetheless, we're going to go through it. I'm not going to skip it. Uh, Jade Cargill and Anna Jay are going to face each other on Sunday for the TBS title. So they're cutting stuff on each other. I didn't exactly see why Anna Jay is facing Jade Cargill, but nonetheless, that's what we're getting. Uh, William Regal and Jericho are on commentary. We got Private Party versus Eddie Kingston. Now, I don't know why Daniel Bryan wasn't involved in this, but apparently he's 
selling the injury or he's wasn't ready, but I think he's wrestling on rampage in a singles match. So whatever they're doing, I don't know. Um, I'm not going to overthink it. It's wrestling, but, uh, <laughs> critical sting says I felt bamboozled <laughs> when I saw Anna Jay was facing Jade. I mean, I, I have no doubt that they'll have an okay match. Um, yes, Lakers Jade is an absolute badass. Um, I, I don't know if I'd say she's one of my favorites, but she, the way they're they're building her, I I dig it, you know. So, um, yeah, Anna here says, okay, so I'm not the only one. Anna says it didn't feel like a go home dynamite. Yeah, it, and it's and that's the thing here. You had you've got so much going on. You've got the Owen Hart. Uh, cup tournament semifinals. You've got it's a three year anniversary of Dynamite being on television on Wednesday nights, and it's the go home for double or nothing this Sunday. Um, so I it just felt like they're juggling too much and didn't accomplish what they should have on all fronts. But honestly, what I think they should have done, in my professional podcasting opinion, they should have done a separate Dynamite or TV special related to Dynamite for a third year anniversary. And they could have had just a bunch of random matches from and show highlights over the last three years. They could have done that. I'd have been fine with that. <clears throat> and I don't think what anyone would have been upset with that. That way, this show, they can focus on the pay-per-view, focus on the Owen Hart stuff, and, and not make the three years on Dynamite not feel like it was worth much that do you, do you see what i'm saying like they yeah of course it's worth something but i don't know i just feel like they should have focused more on certain things you know that's me <clears throat> but anyways um but yeah let me know what you know am i crazy i'm, I'm seeing some similar opinions in here so i'm not Completely crazy. So, um, but yeah, let me know what you thought in the in the chat or in the comments if you're watching this on a uh, watching the repeat. Um, Box and Eddie Kingston beat Private Party. Great to see Private Party. I don't think they've been around much lately. I think is it Mark or. One of them's been dealing with injuries. Mark, Mark's had a rough last year, I think. I, I don't remember like what they said was wrong with them, but Private Party hasn't been around much. So good to see them, but obviously Mox and Eddie Kingston, former 
tag team of those guys. Now they're just kind of tagging together because it's a forces against Chris Jericho's Jericho Appreciation Society. So, um, but yeah, they're good here. And then, you know, everybody gets involved. Uh, all the all of Jericho's guys run down there. William, William Rieger. William Regal is smart here. He hangs on commentary. He's like, hey, uh, I, I got involved last time. I'm hanging back this time. I'm not I'm not jumping in there. Well, he knocked out Jericho last week. That was impressive. One punch. Still got it. Still got it, Daddy. All right. So those guys are going to face off as the Jericho Appreciation Society. And then um, well, one-third of Regal's faction is over in Japan, so they had to combine a couple different factions to face Jericho's crew. We'll, we'll get into that, all who's involved in that later. Um, and then this one, like, I, I like misheard them. I thought they said the AEW tag team titles were on the line, and I'm like, wait a minute, I thought they are thought they were uh, facing off in a, a triple threat tag team match on Sunday. And then I realized it's FTR against Rapungi Vice. And it's the Ring of Honor tag titles that are on the line. And I was like, oh, wait, Ring of Honor tag titles? <laughs> okay. Well, because you can't put everything on the pay-per-view and you're trying to keep the brand itself in front of the eyes of the consumer, the fan, whatever, you know, uh, you, you're keeping the brand alive until they figure out what their, what TK's plan is going to be with television or specials or whatever, which is fine. Um, I don't know how the hell he's juggling everything, but, uh, they, Hey, it's none of my business. Uh, <laughs> Who am I to say? Um, but Rapungi Vice, uh, Beretta and Romero, Rocky Romero of, of New Japan versus FTR. And this match gets thrown out because New Japan, the start of the whole forbidden, forbidden door invasion started tonight. And it came off. Here's, here's another part. Like, this came off kind of wonky. Like, it it seemed like they were going to, like, run into each other, or they didn't know exactly how to do what they were supposed to do when they got to the ring. It came off weird. <clears throat> now, number one, I want to say, Jeff Cobb, one of my faves. Love Jeff Cobb. I haven't paid attention, paid attention to him too much lately because he's been over in Japan which is fine. You know, bless him. That's, that's his gig. Now he's doing well over there. That's what he's doing. That's what he's working with. And I think he's worked a few indies here and there, but um, he's with this guy. Great. Okana. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not familiar with this guy at all, but apparently they're a part of the same stable. So they invaded and, um, yes, Slowpoke. Good evening. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Cobb is a thick boy. Of course, always will be one of my favorites from that series. Uh, 
Lucha Underground. Played the monster, uh, the monster Queto in there. Good stuff. So, um, oh, Anna says Cobb was on the New Japan last Thursday. Oh, is that the one that was in uh, somewhere north in the Northeast? Was it Philly? The 2300 Arena, I think. I think Bill was at that one, too, if that's what I'm thinking of. I think MLW had a show there, too. So there's been a lot of stuff there lately. I forget. But anyways. Um, so, yeah, that invasion started. And I don't... I'd have to go back and actually watch how... Oh, apparently Courtney knows who this guy is. Great Ocon! She's all excited. Big fireball emojis and everything. Um, so we'll we'll see. You know if if that's what that's going to end up being is they're going to have the Ring of Honor tag team titles versus uh, Great Khan and Jeff Cobb at the uh, Forbidden Door. All right. Um, I'm sure it's going to be a great tag match. Like I said, I don't know nothing about. Khan and Cobb actually being together or how well they work together, but well, nonetheless, we'll see. Oh, I do want to mention that Caprice Coleman was on commentary. It was great to hear him. So, um, no Ian Riccoboni. So that was kind of interesting. Um, but great to see Coleman as a part of this. So maybe they're going to put Coleman and Riccoboni back together on a Ring of Honor show in the future? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Hardy's cut a promo on the uh, Young Bucks. I got to say, that is one of the things that I am most looking forward to. Yes, I know it's happened before, but damn, it's been several years since it happened. And I, you know what? I don't think I saw the last match that they went against each other. I think it was Ring of Honor. It was Young Bucks versus Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy before they went back to the WWE? Was that five years ago? Hard to think of that being four or five years ago, but I think it was. Crazy stuff. Um, Jungle Boy versus Swerve versus Ricky Starks. This was fun. Um, trying to see who's going to get the advantage going into the pay-per-view this weekend. So you got one from each of the three tag teams facing off. Um, so you got the three smaller guys, and this ended up with a big brawl at the end, and the three larger guys were all facing off in the ring at the end of all this, which was uh, Luchasaurus, Keith Lee, and Hobbs. But Swerve won this one, and you know this could have went anywhere. This could have been Jungle Boy, Going in with the advantage could have been Ricky Starks. They're all very talented guys. This was a lot of fun, honestly. For me personally, this is probably the highlight of the whole show. Was this three way? Um, I know it's three ways are not very popular, but this triple threat was amazing. I I I can't wait till this tag team match with these three teams going at it this Sunday. <laughs> Critical sting here. The, the renewal of the expedition of gold. <laughs> yes. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, 
Tony Schiavone out there on the stage talking with Thunder Rosa. And uh, <laughs> someone in production cut her off, but she, she paused too long. So I'll, I'll put that on not just one person, but that's because Thunder Rosa looked like she kind of froze with her mouth open. Like <laughs> she, she had a thought. She didn't know how to spit it out. She's good on the mic. She's good. She's not tremendous, but she's good. She's fired up. You know, she usually throws everything at you at hundred miles an hour. Um, Oh, Bell's Boy says it was March 31st, 2017. Wow. Yeah, five years ago. Crazy. Wow. Something. Super card of honor. The next night, the Hardys returned to WrestleMania for the Four Corners tag match with Morrissey and Enzo and the Good Brothers. Enzo and the Good Brothers. And what did the New Day part of that? T- oh, no, they announced the Hardys. They weren't a part of it. And, um, oh, Seamus and Cesaro were in that too, I think. But, yeah, that was insane. That was a lot of fun. So, but nonetheless, we're going to get that again five years later. I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. Just, it's going to be a classic. If you love the Hardys, if you love the Young Bucks, it's going to be, that's a tough one to pick too, because I love both these teams. We'll see. But uh, Thunder Rosa is going to face Serena Deeb. That should be a very good women's match. Uh, Owen Hart Cup semifinals. We got two matches in a row here. Tony Storm versus Britt Baker. Ah, I didn't like this match. I was really excited for it. Didn't like it. Came off super clunky. Felt like they kept on throwing each other in and out of the ring and really not accomplishing a whole lot of anything. Um, just felt messy, felt slow, felt let me know what you thought of this too. Cause I mean, am I the only one I felt like this? It just, um, it just felt like ne- neither one of these women had any chemistry with the other. Um, and I love both these women, so I don't know. Um, the finish of the match was totally botched. Okay. Okay. So, um, but Britt Baker won this one. Tony Storm leaves with a busted nose or bloody nose or something. Uh, Jamie Hayter was out of place at the finish. She went down, looked like she was helping Britt Baker, but not helping her. It was, it was just, I don't know. Terrence Sullivan says it was the drizzling shiz nits. Yikes. I hear you. I hear you, man. I didn't dig it. Um, but Britt Baker is in the finals of the uh, Owen Hart Cup tournament. We are going to find out whether she's facing Ruby Soho or 
Chris Statlander. They're going to face each other on Friday, so we'll find that out then. Um, yeah, Anna Reed here did not dig it either. She says Tony Storm's matches have been clunky. Yeah, okay. Critical Sting says, I now have a morbid curiosity in seeing this match, oddly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just, it's, sometimes it felt like it was going to get going, and then they were, like I said, this whole in and out of the ring a thousand times really threw it off. Like, what are you doing? You're trying to break the count? You're trying to keep it going? You're What's, what's going on? I just, I don't know. Nonetheless, like I said, Britt Baker, DMD wins. We'll see who she's facing in the finals Friday night on Rampage. Uh, the men's end of the Owen Hart Cup semifinals. We're going to see who faces Adam Cole, baby, at the pay-per-view. Got Samoa Joe versus Kyle O'Reilly. Now, this one is, so, so by the end of the episode, I was just really not invested in any of this anymore. Um, so uh, I was just kind of like tweeting out some stuff, and it takes me forever to tweet stuff anyways because I'm all thumbs. When it comes to social media, unless I'm sitting at my computer, um, Samoa Joe won this, and then Adam Cole hit the stage at the end like, yeah, you're facing me, you big bitch. And... Um, <laughs> It just look, and I love Samojo and I love Kyle O'Reilly, but like I said, this was the end of the show, and by the time all the stuff that I wanted to see happened, I really didn't care who won this one. Uh, maybe I'll go back and watch it because I can guarantee you it was better than the women's, um, from what I do remember seeing of it, but um, yeah, so we're getting Samoa Joe versus Adam Cole, baby. Um, on Sunday. So, um, decent episode. It was fun, but for what it wanted to accomplish, I really felt like it didn't hit all the marks, you know? Um, cause it, it, it was supposed to be a go home. It was supposed to be a third anniversary and there should have been, but felt like maybe a little more hype behind the tournament matches and you, you can't, you can't do all three in a two-hour show. You just can't. Not that I wanted it to be longer either, because by the end of all this, like the wrestling is okay, usually. Um, but most of it was good tonight. Uh, some of it was wonky. Uh, you know, I already covered that. So, um, But nonetheless, all right, so let's run down the card for this weekend. All right, so we've got pulling up another tab here. So all I can do is just scroll down, up and down. All right, uh, Vegas, Nevada, this Sunday, baby. Uh, we've got the finals of the 
um, the Owen Hart Foundation Men's Tournament Final Match. Adam Cole versus what we found out tonight is Samoa Joe. Um, hmm. Hmm. I don't know. And and by all means, as I'm going through this, let me let me know who you're picking. All right. Um I'm I'm gonna pick Adam Cole just because I think there's way too many odds against um Samoa Joe here between people associated with Adam Cole and other stuff that Samoa Joe's going against lately like Jay Lethal and that whole crew or I should say Sanjay Dutt and that whole crew and that big seven and a half footer um or maybe we're supposed to believe that Samoa Joe is going to rise above all that I don't know I don't know but I'm going to go with Adam Cole baby um the women's final we don't know who's in it yet, so I really can't pick it. So, but you could certainly pick whoever you want in the chat. Um, but to be honest, um, I, I, you know what? I'm just gonna. I know Britt Baker's on one side of it, so that's a definite in the finals. And honestly, with who's in the finals, I don't see like I, I like Chris Statlander and I like Ruby Soho. But as far as uh, someone who's going to win it, honestly, I'm, I think DMD is going to take it. So, I'm picking Britt Baker. Uh, we've got the Anarchy in the Arena match. That's going to be nuts. The Jericho Appreciation Society. Made up of Chris Jericho, Daniel Garcia, Jake Hagar, um, and uh, to, is it two point? What the hell is the tag team's name? Is it two point oh or something? I forget what they call themselves. I'm not super familiar with these guys, but I am fans of them. Then they renamed themselves, um, but nonetheless, the JAS. Versus uh, the Blackpool Combat Club, consisting of uh, Brian Danielson, hopefully he's 100%, and John Moxley, and Eddie Kingston with uh, Santana and Ortiz. Um, I feel like I feel like Jericho needs a win here. I mean, the Blackpool Combat Club's been winning like everything lately. And um, I just I just feel like Jericho's yeah. See Oreo, if you hear her in the background, she obviously wants Jericho to win too. Jericho Appreciation Society, uh, six man tag team match, death. Oh, did. Totally didn't know about this one. You know, I know they announced it during the show, but they breezed over them so fast. Um, I totally forgot this was happening. Death Triangle. So you got Pac, Penta Oscuro, Pentagon Jr. is I'll always call him. 
Ray Phoenix versus the House of Black. <coughs> Excuse me. Brody King, Buddy Matthews, led by Malachi Black himself. Uh, I got to go House of Black here. Probably, honestly, going to be one of the more fun matches as far as, like, everybody getting their shit in. <clears throat> Especially if you like the Lucha Brothers and, and watching Pac and Malachi Black go at it. It's going to be crazy. Uh, TBS title, Jade Cargill defending against Anna Jay. I think we got to go with Jade here. Oh, apparently Oreos wants Anna Jay to win, but. It's okay, Oreo. You can say whatever you want. All right. Uh, tag team match. The Hardys. Jeff and Matt Hardy against the Young Bucks. Matt and Nick Jackson. Oh, man. This this is tough. This is really tough. Um, and honestly, the build for this has been all on BTE. So if you... Don't watch BTE. Um, I've missed a few here and there, but I try to make that part of my Monday somewhere in there. Usually hits my YouTube at what, noon, 11 or noon, whatever it is. Um, there's, and there's, like I said, there's been almost no buildup on TV. Um, not that it isn't special, but honestly, It just doesn't feel like it's worth anything on this pay-per-view. Um, but it also depends on like what you're really paying attention to, too. So who's who's your favorite? Um, you know, I gotta go with Young Bucks. I love the Hardys, and I know they're trying to cement their legacy and all that, but I gotta go with the Young Bucks. And then Matt can, you know, turn on Jeff and we can have that whole shebang. No, I don't know. <laughs> um, but honestly, I mean, and it's it's not like I'm going to be upset if the Hardys win. I just, I'm more vested in the Young Bucks right now. They've always been a favorite of mine on this brand. And they've been a favorite of mine for years, even before that. So, we'll see. Um, all right, what's next here? Uh, Wardlow versus MJF. This obviously is going to really get the crowd pumped. Definitely going to be a highlight of the show. This has been – now, you know, people say that TK doesn't know how to long-term book. I got three words for you. Wardlow versus MJF. Hello. <laughs> this has been long-term booking at its finest. It really has. It's been a lot of fun to watch the fans react to Wardlow, to watch Wardlow react to MJF, to watch MJF just beat down Wardlow either physically or repeatedly or... um 
So this this is just a great example of hey, he he does. You know, is 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 he perfect at doing it? No, but this is one good example of it. Okay. Yeah, Extreme D here says he doesn't. Well, okay, that's your opinion. That's fine. But as far as this feud, it doesn't get much better as far as long-term booking than this. The build of this relationship throughout the whole faction of MJFs and everything crumbling um, between the relationship going to pieces and the build of Wardlow himself has been a lot of fun to watch. Um, Got to go with Wardlow here. Um, that's what this feud is all about, right? It, and it's this is about making Wardlow a star. So. Oh, we got next year AEW World Tag Team Titles three-way match, a triple threat, if you will. Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus defending against Keith Lee with uh, Swerve Strickland versus Team Taz, Powerhouse Hobbs, and Ricky Starks. Uh, Swerve got the win tonight, which means Keith Lee and Swerve are now winning on Sunday, in theory. In theory, here's what it means. Um... I love me some Jurassic Express, but I feel like the rest of the tag division has like risen above way past Jurassic Express. Uh, Jurassic, Jurassic Express has been around for three years. It's hard to believe, but it's been three years since these guys have been together. Well, hello, or Well, hello. How did you... Don't ask me how she got in here, but she got in here. Well, hello. All right. You sit up there nice? Wow. All right. So saith the Oreo. It's like she was just speaking right into the mic. Um... Yeah, and let me know who you're going to pick out of these three teams as well. This And this is going to be another highlight for me personally. Like, I love Hardys versus Young Bucks. That's going to be a lot of fun. But you've got some diverse, real diverse tag team wrestling as far as, you know, you got some big guy wrestling here because you got Luchasaurus, you got Keith Lee, and you got Powerhouse Hobbs. And then you got some more... We'll just say Lucha style or X Division style guys like Swerve, Jungle Boy, Ricky Starks. So um, very excited for this one. This should be a lot of fun. Honestly, I'm gonna go with. Um, I'm not going with Jurassic Express. As much as I love them and I want to see him retain, I feel like there's a bigger picture here. Something's gonna happen between Christian and Jungle Boy. Um, honestly, I think Team Taz is going to take this one. 
<laughs> Anna says, you talk to Oreo like I talk to my cats. I think all cat owners talk like this. They just maybe won't admit it. You know, it's like you can have a full-blown conversation. It makes you sound a little crazier, of course, but it is what it is. We love our pets, right? We're all a little kooky for doing what we do with our pets. What are you going to do? Um, but, yeah, I think Team Taz is going to take this one. I think it's time for uh, Ricky Starks, who has been one of the original badasses for three years now. Hard to believe that. Hard to believe that. Three years now. Um. Or shortly after that, it was shortly, maybe just less than three years. Oreo wants her own podcast. Uh, she's co-hosted enough. She she doesn't get that. <clears throat> she's <laughs> she's going to bite me later for that one. Um, but I just, Ricky Starks has been through a lot. He's been through the whole scary uh, being scared with the broken neck stuff. Um, he's, he's come back from a lot and powerhouse Hobbs is um, it's time to the company to give him a little more attention. He's been a hard worker. <clears throat> um, does <laughs> Lakers says, does Christian cage still wrestle? Yeah, he still wrestles. Just, he's been more of a, a mouthpiece for, uh, Jurassic Express, more of a, more of a manager figure, but he still wrestles. Yeah, he, he hasn't wrestled much since he lost the Impact title, but he he does here and there. So, um, but yeah, I'm gonna go for um, Team Taz. Let me know in the comments who you're picking. Um. And then what happens to Jurassic Express after that? I don't know. I don't know. I love Jungle Boy. I love Luchasaurus, especially from what he did with um, Lucha Underground. But I feel like that team has kind of lost its sizzle. And, and maybe just because the company's evolving. I don't think it's necessarily anyone's fault. There's just a lot of stuff going on. I don't know. Where do you see this team going? Let me know in the comments. Let me know in the chat. We got the women's world title match. Thunder Rosa versus Serena Deeb. I'm really looking forward to this one. I think this is going to be 10 times better. No offense, Cargill and Anna Jay, but this is going to be a lot better. Um, it's just going to be a different kind of match. You know, uh, Thunder Rosa is going to retain. Yes, Oreo. We're almost done. She's sitting there giving my hand a hand a bath, trying to keep her quiet and keep her occupied. Last but certainly not least, uh, Paige versus Punk. No, don't claw at my action figures up there. Real shit. Um, I'm I'm going with Punk. Look, I love Paige. She's been a great champ. But you guys know how much I love CM Punk. This is a chance for him to really get back on top of the mountain. Um, there, like, 
I'm not the queen of the mountain. This is this is different. This <laughs> we're going back to that now, right? <laughs> but I gotta go with Punk. Um, he's he's been one of my favorites for well over well over a decade now, almost twenty years. Um, but these two are gonna tear the house down. I have absolutely no doubt about that. If you thought MJF versus Punk was good. Um, I think this is going to be more of a wrestling match, but I have no doubt that this is going to get a little bloody because Paige just wants to rip Punk up and just throw him in the trash. <clears throat> um, Bell's Boy says Punk wins the title and Paige will disappear for a while to emerge at All Out. You got to remember, he's, you know what? Th that makes sense, Bell's Boy. He's a new dad. He had his baby, and he became champ, and he's been on TV almost every single week. Um, give him some time with his baby. You know, Punk can be champ for the next six-plus months until Kenny Omega is ready to come back because I think that's a dream match, a lot of them. Um, Anna says, Jabo and I tagged you on the Twitter box. Thank you. I'll check it out when I'm done here. Thank you. Um, Lakers says, Hangman Page's championship reign has been mediocre. I'm going to disagree with that. I think he's had some great matches. I'll put it this way. Between the tag title um, stuff with Omega... And his title reign has absolutely made me a bigger fan of Hangman Adam Page and, and love and respect him even more. So I'm going to disagree with you, but I understand what you're saying where it feels like there's other stuff going on in the company that feels bigger than the championship. And it's funny to say that, because CM Punk went through that same thing when he was world heavyweight champion and you had stuff like Chris Jericho and Shawn Michaels going on, Batista, John Cena, if I'm remembering what was like popular at the time. So yeah, you had bigger stuff going on at the time, like names that were bigger than the title itself. Like, and I'm, I'm trying to, like, you know, think back to that documentary that Punk was in um, back in WWE. So it's it's eerily similar of a situation. I, I think some of you get what I'm saying. But um, well, Terrence Sullivan asks a... Interesting question here. It says, what pay-per-view has had less build? AEW, Double or Nothing, or Impact Wrestling, Slammiversary 20? Um, I'm going to say Double or Nothing. We still got another month until Slammiversary. So you're going to see a lot more promotion, okay? And you don't see Impact Wrestling like throwing a bunch of stuff across several different shows 
like three different shows besides their main one throughout the week. Big difference there. Big difference there. So like sometimes in AEW, you don't know where to look because you got Dark, you got Elevation, you got Rampage, you got Dynamite. You're like, holy crap, what am I supposed to pay attention to? I can't watch it all. I, I pick and choose matches here and there if I hear about, oh, so-and-so from the indies is going to be on Dark. Okay, maybe I'll check that out. I never watch like the whole thing. I used to. I tried. I can't. I just don't have the time. I don't have the mental capacity to. Can't do it. So, so that's it. That's it. But I understand, you know, um, I understand what you're saying, though. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. So, I mean, I'm still excited for the pay per view, but probably, honestly, this is probably uh, one that I'm less interested in. Like, there's been like pay per views where I'm like, boom. I'll pay the 50 bucks up front. Don't even care, you know, because I know what's coming. And this one, I've known what's on there for a bit. And I'm like, eh, I don't know if I want to pay 50 bucks for this. You know, usually I pretty like, you know, I, I, it's, it's like a once a quarter thing. I'll pay the 50 bucks, but I just, I don't know. Maybe I will go to the movie theater and see it for half the price. You know, it's, it's like 20, it's like 26, 20 something bucks or something. I don't know. Maybe sneak in some snacks, kick back in a comfy seat, scream with like two other people in a movie theater. I don't know. I'll, I'll watch it one way or another. I just don't know if I'm paying 50 bucks, but anyways. Um, but yeah, so if you're watching this after the fact, give me your predictions in the chat, in the comments below. Um, yes, critical sting. I did hear about GCW. Sounds like an absolute F ton of a hot mess. That's going to go into the legal system for years to come. Uh, basically this is the death of GCW is what we're witnessing. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just hit the socials. And it looks like ringside news also imploded this week. And I know, I, I want to say this before I, I exit. I was planning on addressing this. And um, I know in the past I've been a big support of the community behind ringsidenews.com. After what came out uh, in the last 24 hours from Steve Carrier, uh, it shocked me. It, uh, it upset me. Um, and uh, I have absolutely no desire to be part of that community anymore. Uh, I have, uh, and, and I told my crew this over at TNI, you know, just because I didn't want them thinking like, oh, are you still friends with Steve Carrier? No, I have unfriended Steve Carrier. Um, and it sucks is I've been friends with him for like 10 years. I've been part of all sorts of different stages of the community behind, behind ringsidedews.com. I've never seen him talk like this before, you know, I'm not going to say I was like best friends with him or nothing more of an acquaintance. He'd ask me opinions about certain stuff on his website. And, um, it just, it hurts that he's was came out with what he did on Twitter. Uh, hurts a lot. 
because you know I think Nyla Rose is a very important part of the professional wrestling company All Elite Wrestling, and um, see, so yeah, I I will not support RingsideNews.com um, anymore. Period. And a subject. So, um, love you too, Terrence. Much love. Yeah, rest in peace, GCW. Somebody's going to jail. <laughs> it's, it's, all you got to do is look and see that somebody was falsifying uh, COVID tests. Um, from what I'm pretty sure that's a felony. That's considered a felony because you're messing with people's health and that's life and death. Uh, that's nothing to mess with. So, um, yeah. All right. So nonetheless, that's it for tonight. Thank you for all the love. Thank you for all the tips, spits, whatever you donated. Uh, great way to come back. Cause I know I was really ill in last week. So you guys made me feel like a million bucks. Um, but yeah. So if you want to help support the show even more, the link for the merch is in the description. A quick show this one one last time. Head on over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash total nonstop impact. Get your 20% off merch from today through the 30th. Uh, Memorial Day special. Use code Memorial22. Some great designs in there. And speaking of new designs, uh, I'm not going to show it off here, but I'm working on a new one that will be launched hopefully within the next week or so through my own personal uh, spread shop that I'm doing like wrestling, rock and wrestling related parody designs. Um, we'll just say it has to do with the Briscoes. So watch for that real soon. Uh, hopefully it'll get approved. It's not a, some of them get approved like real quick, but some of these others take a bit. So we'll see. Uh, but yeah, that's it for this one. Much love everyone. We'll see you tomorrow night over on that other little podcast called total nonstop impact impact talk for impact fans. We'll see you manana. Good night. This is sick. This is sick. This whole place is going to hell in a handbasket.